Welcome to another episode of Heroes and, a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and being less than two months away from Batman v Superman. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And for today's episode, we are talking about heroes and top five rivalries. Uh, But before we get into the actual episode, I want to welcome our good friend back on the podcast, uh, let's say hello to our good pal, Timothy O'Donnell. To you. What's up, guys? What up, man? You know, I'm just doing my thing over here. <laughs> You're back for another Top 5 this episode. Is, this is my second episode. Yes. It will be better than the first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you promise that? I promise that. It already is right now. Can I take it to right the now. bank? Oh, my God. You can take that to the bank. Scared money will make money. <laughs> oh, my God. She's using all my lines. Shots <laughs> will be fired. You will be stone cold stunned by the end of this episode. <laughs> my goodness gracious. Well... Uh, that's actually the perfect amount of energy that we need for this new segment that we're going to do with you guys today. Uh, we like to call this segment Throwdown. Okay, so for this segment, and Tim, you're going to weigh on this. Cody and I, we're going to all weigh in on this segment. Uh, for this segment, we're just going to, I'm going to name a superhero. Cody's going to name a superhero. Or villain. Or villain, yeah. You know, or, you know comic book a, character. He might be a bad guy. And we're just going to see who would win who would win in a good old fashioned brawl throwdown. I like it. Would. All right. I like it. Old timey so, boxing match. Exactly. <laughs> um so I know who I'm picking. Cody and Tim, they don't know who I'm picking. And then Cody, you have your person and we don't know who you're picking either. And so I'm going to go first. My person in in this fight is Thor. Oof. Thor. 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 Good luck, Cody. That's my <laughs> good luck, good luck. beating Thor. Yes. Yeah. I have the Flash. Woo! Oh my god. Fastest man alive. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is actually really so interesting. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. So first initial thought, who was winning a throwdown between the Flash and Thor? There is a right answer and it's Flash. Dang. Not that I'm impartial because I chose him. But Woo. without his hammer, Thor is nothing. So does he have the hammer? Is yes. that what we're saying? Yeah, assuming does he has he the, have the hammer, hammer. Right? What if? What if? And this is a big one. What if he throws the hammer at the Flash, and uh-huh. expecting it to come back, but the Flash is just—he's too fast, and he could just—he can just run around. You know how he does his his twister tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just runs so fast that when when the hammer is coming back, it just completely gets thrown off of off course. Off course. Thor ah. cannot then get it back because that's all Flash has to do to prevent. Thor from getting his primary striking device. Oh my god! At that point, <laughs> the Flash is so fast. Oh my gosh. Thor has no way to reciprocate <laughs> combat. The Flash then comes in with full force at I don't know what mile per hour because no one it's, knows. It's called it's called the supersonic punch. At supersonic <laughs> punch, he supersonic punches Thor in any place. Because Thor, I mean, he's got some armor. Okay, he's, sure. He's, he's got some Asgardian armor. That's legit. They think that he's immortal, but he's not really immortal. Right? Exactly. You know, he he's, uh, he may be a god. He may be Asgardian. You know, extended lifespan. Mm-hmm. But what what you're thinking, Tim? With with yeah. Thor uh, with this the is strategic. Flash, oh, with the Flash gosh. running around doing the tornado, I yep. think you're thinking too small. 
I think oh what the Flash does. Okay, because I already as, had it. As as the hammer is, as <laughs> Thor throws the hammer uh-huh. at Flash, Flash gets out of the way, you know, because he's fast enough to sure, do that. Exactly. And oh then gosh. he starts running right in front of the hammer mm-hmm. so fast that yes. it creates a hole in the speed force. Oh, man. And he sends the hammer a through to another time. In the speed force. Another dimension. Hammer in another dimension, <laughs> oh Andy. Gosh. Are you following me? No longer, no longer even on the playing field. <laughs> And then he doesn't even it's have gone. to fight Thor because Thor is then powerless. Nothing. I think that again, I'm not siding with Thor, so it's not like I don't know why it sounds like you guys are ganging <laughs> up on me. I can easily pick the Flash. Remember, this is a classic throwdown. This is not hey, a shot. If I fired. was to just see Thor Flash, I would. If I just okay, you got one second to decide. I would say Thor. Most I people would, say, would I especially say. chicks. I mean, let's be honest. Oh my god! But however. <laughs> When you break it down and think about it, and you th- and you go through uh, the strategic aspects of a battlefield, and it's an open space, I think uh, I think the Flash would win as long as Thor's hammer is out of the picture. Okay, I think if if Barry okay Barry Allen can't do anything with uh, anything uh, to go up against Thor's hammer, I think Thor is gonna uh, will, will destroy him. But I a lot of it. Thor's villains like are able to take on Thor without being fast, hmm. even though he has the hammer. So I I think that the hammer, yeah, it's really cool. Some cool, some cool lightning tricks and all with that. Yeah. But I don't think that's. I mean, I don't know if you know this about the Flash. He's got lightning on his chest. Oh my god! Like that's his quick. symbol, bro. He's pretty quick. He could take the. He could probably take <laughs> Thor's lightning and just use it in his own. You know. In so his you're own saying power. you're saying that maybe Flash, even if he did the twister. Did the supersonic punch speed and and it doesn't go into another dimension because the hammer is just too strong. It's just too strong. It goes back. Thor still has a hammer no matter what the Flash does. You're saying Flash still has a chance? I think that's so. different. I think so. That's I th- different. Because Thor, the thing ultimately, because that hammer, yeah. you can fly. It does. It, it no, pounds no. the area. So that gives Thor a whole lot more space to make an impact on sure. a, on a one-on-one combat situation. Sure, but, but here's the thing: the Flash is. He's the fastest man alive. He can mm-hmm. run through that stuff. Okay. So yeah. e- even if like all he has to do is catch Thor while Thor's still on the ground, and he can just punch him so fast and so ferociously, I'm I would that even... he's just blowing holes in. I mean, he could easily he could vibrate his hand through Thor. I key phrase, even... key phrase. You said while Thor's still on the ground, homeboy can fly with that hammer. That's true. Here's I, the other thing. So, but. I imagine that Flash then could also, if he got a you know a running start, he could okay. jump off something. So now we need a hill, air. though. Now we need a hill. No, right? not even a hill. A building. <laughs> he could he could run up the side of a building. And but he's got a land. Uh, here's what here's what I'm going to say. Got a land. Here's what I'm going to say. Healing. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> I I think that Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. It when Thor calls on it, it it always comes to him. I don't know how the limitations on that on that right. call if, is. he going to rip the other galaxy in half if, because yeah. he calls on like, it not I don't realizing? Know. Sure, yeah. If Even I if mean, Flash sent it into the future, mm-hmm. if, if I guess if Flash sends it to the future, then it no longer exists in our time. Yeah. It, you know, it's traveling instantaneously <laughs> yes. yeah, to that. another moment yeah. in time. So here's, you know me and time travel. Here's I an get. interesting <laughs> aspect we're not addressing. That is... The Flash doesn't have a weapon. No weapon. We're giving Thor a weapon at the beginning of the battle just because we normally see Thor with a weapon. If yes. we were to give Flash 
an equal maybe weapon. No. What happens? What happens? No, he would. No, it, it would be like as. I'm not you saying are. he has Thor's hammer because no. he couldn't pick it up. Let's let's just say that. Let's no. get that out there. Flash can't pick up Thor's hammer. No. I'm sorry. Here's what I'm saying. I think he's not we, worthy. I'll agree. He's not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Again, I don't know the limitations on that call. That what if he just rips? What if the Through hammer space comes time and everything? I mean, I think he has to have the hammer to keep up with Flash. I think even with the hammer, with the hammer, with the hammer, I think he can't literally keep up with Flash. Right, right. What I think, like literally, no one can. Maybe Superman, Superman can keep up with Flash. So then you know what? It comes down to first strike. If the flat, if if he smashes that hammer and then the Flash gets knocked over, he's in trouble. You're done. Sure, but remember, the Flash. It's not just his. Like he's not just. He can't just run fast. Mm -hmm. Everything about him is fast. His reaction time. His, you know, his, his, his healing, I mean, yeah. everything that yeah. That's true. is accelerated. So he's watching in slow motion as, as Thor, Thor is coming down with the, the even Yeah, even if so, Thor is trying to strike him with lightning, he's seeing that happen in slow so motion. I still think... So if, we're, if we have oh to make, gosh. if we have to make like an official call and we had like, let's say we had a chart tournament style. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> whoever wins moves on and that other guy's gone. We're taking Thor out because the Flash just knocked him out. Is that what we're saying? That's what I'm saying. That's what I think. I think that's I get, golly, one that's point for Flash. One. It sounds like you got Thor on lock. I just don't. I'm no because again, it, it just comes down I to the hammer. For yeah, you. I think for I me, think it kind of does. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not picking Thor just because I'm the one that picked Thor. But what I am, I thinking, mean, you can lightning lightning. I mean, the Flash can run faster than all of that. So you're right to your point, Cody. So I don't. That's what makes it interesting. Is without the hammer, I think the Flash wins. For With sure. the hammer. Even if the Flash does win still, and you think so, you know you think that's the case, Cody. It's still, it's still pretty close, I think. Like, which is crazy because I just know Thor is so He's so strong. powerful. He's he has power- so many abilities, he, yeah. but with the hammer, but with yeah. only. It's, I mean, oh he's strong gosh. without it, but right, he can still hold his own in a fight. Sure, like we see that, but you, you know, got to be able to see your opponent. No. You've but if the be Flash able to is see. moving, yeah, the, if the Flash is moving that faster is a huge than, than Thor can react to, that's incredible. Even with the hammer, yeah. Flash can move faster than Thor can react right. to. Yeah. So unless he can, you know, unless Dang. Thor can get it, get the yeah, hammer out yeah. in front of him and have Flash just run smack into, he would it. have to time it perfectly, yeah. or he would have to put him get it in a small enough area. Where it wouldn't but matter. Barry can phase through walls. He can phase in and he could phase out of the room if he wanted to. That's true. Yeah, I think. And then run around the earth and come phase back through the wall oh and punch Sonic punch him. <laughs> Super I Sonic just, punch him. Super Sonic punch him. I think you... that's faster than Mach Five, bro. I don't know if you have any. any you know, what? I, I think <laughs> I think we should leave it to the listeners to decide. That's true. Who so. If you think Thor or Flash, let us know on social media. Yes. Give a reason. A Don't fight. just say who. Give us something good because yeah. you can't just say Some well, type Thor, of... duh. I mean, because. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, you can't just say Come on, Thor. Listen be... to the logic we just spent <laughs> on this. You can't just say Thor because Chris Hemsworth. Tim's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, just let us know on, on social media who you think would win, Thor or The Flash. Uh, and give us some other, you know, ideas for some throwdowns. We would appreciate that. But as Andy said earlier, today's episode, we are talking about heroes and top five rivalries. Now, when we say rivalries, we mean more specifically hero and villain relationships. You yeah. know, there are some pretty cool dynamics where it's two heroes, you know, having a friendly competition or yeah. things of that nature. Like your, like your homeboys from Lord of the Rings. Exactly. You love that. Exactly. You love those movies. <laughs> that only counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, so, uh, but Tim, why don't you go ahead and get us rolling with your first sure. rivalry? Absolutely. 
my guy, and I have mentioned him before yes. on the other episode uh-huh. that I was on, <laughs> Professor X versus Magneto. Now, these two guys, they go back. Yes, they were history. They were best friends. There is a lot of history mm-hmm. at different parts in their lives. Uh, they were great friends, uh, allies, really working for the mutant cause. But at, at many times in their lives, they... They were the biggest rivals of one another, biggest enemies. Yeah. Well, they never met on necessarily the battlefield, and even when they were rivalry against each other, and they did meet sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, when they visited Jean Grey yeah. at her house right before she did the cry, unspeakable. Tim. I don't want to cry. The top five death. <laughs> yes. Oh my! My gosh. heart exploded <laughs> with that guy's face. <laughs> And the rest of them. <laughs> anyway, moving so, on. Yes. Your, your first rivalry. So that, that's the first one that, that I that I would like to talk about. Yeah, I would agree with you, Tim. I, I think of that rivalry, and I think of the end of the first X Men movie. And you know, they're they're playing chess. You know, Magneto's captured, and you he's know, in the all plastic cage. Yeah, all plastic jail and all that. And he, uh, you know, Professor X, his time is up. You know, visiting Eric and. The guard comes to take him away, and he's, you know, Magneto turns to him and says something along the lines of, like, you know, this war is still coming. Like, you know, we know this, you know, this prison of theirs can't hold me. You know, the war is still coming, and, you know, I, I plan on fighting it. And Professor X just looks at him, and he just says, you know, and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, I'll just, and I'll be there, you know, to, you know, to fight as well. The dynamic is different because... Because a lot of villains are just evil. Yes. Magneto sure. has a cause in mind. Yes. He even uses kind of evolution to back it. Yeah. He has his whole cause in mind that they're just the mutants is the next step. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it's going to be. And yeah. then they, if you're not a mutant, you see mutants as a threat and therefore you're a threat to him. Yeah. And you're going to try to end that threat, which yeah. ultimately we do see play out, which is why... He's such a good bad guy, yeah. which just makes Professor X that much of a greater good guy. Because yeah. with the evil bad guy, you have these terrible reasons that you're just crazy. This guy's got a pretty good reason to kind of be bad, and still Professor X is on the noble side, mm-hmm. using hope, not deceit. Oh, yeah, I love that. I love that exactly. Professor X always has hope for He someone. always sees the good in humanity yeah. and, and will and will eventually expect them mm-hmm. to win over evil. Yeah, so. I, I do appreciate that a lot, a lot about uh, Professor X. Uh, his character is that he sees a good in people. And even if they're not good necessarily at the moment, he's hopeful that they will turn and, and become good you know, at the right time. Which, like, thinking, like, in the movies, you know, specifically where we where we see this relationship, the relationship that uh, that Professor X from the future, or the conversation that Professor X from the future has with young Professor Xavier, mm-hmm. you know, like, seeing, he tells him, you know, remind them to have hope again. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you've got to believe again, and you've got to show people that you can believe again. Uh, yeah. And then even, you know, earlier in that movie, the... The, the fact that Magneto, you know, even after knowing or seeing the consequences of what he, you know, tries to carry out against Mystique, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't work. But somehow he still like he still has this evil way of, you know, or this this twisted way of the way he thinks things ought to be done. Yeah. And it's ultimately always Charles's way that succeeds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good, man. That's a great one for your first one. So once again, your first one is Professor X versus Magneto. Nice. 
CP, you want to go next, man? I would love to. My first one is going to be Harry Potter, the boy who lived. Yes. <laughs> uh, versus the one and only he who must not be named. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Careful. Lord <laughs> Voldemort. Tom Riddle. <laughs> That's a good intro to that whole thing. There's a sense built up in there. I like it. I like it. So, drum roll, uh, please. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's talk about it, man. Those are that's your franchise. Like that's one of your That that is one. I I mean, I don't know that I'm as as geeky as I should be. I know the Harry Potter celebration is going on right now, you yeah. know, here in in Universal Orlando. Yeah. You'll uh, get around there. You'll yeah. get around there. I mean, I should. It, it's over today, though, so I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, as of when we're recording this today. But, yeah. So I, I mean, don't know that I will, but, you know, <laughs> some of my friends are out there, and they're posting really cool pictures dressed up in their Slytherin and, and Ravenclaw garb. What house are you in? I right am there? Hufflepuff and so Proud. Am I. Bro, I'm this is this <laughs> unity, <laughs> man. <laughs> unity. This, that's one of our core values here at Heroes Uh But so uh, I love in in those in the books as well as the movies uh, for Harry Potter, though, the the give, you know, the, the back and forth between Voldemort and Harry, especially once you realize uh, that you know that Harry is one of Voldemort's Horcruxes, and yeah. and so they're they're physically linked. You know their souls are are bound together uh, throughout. You know throughout all of Harry's life. You know at least within the, that exists within the books. And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, seeing that seeing that played out, I think is awesome. And seeing that you know that there's um, a kind of respect again. You know similar to that of uh, of Professor, Professor X and Magneto. Mm-hmm. That Voldemort has, and he, he, he you know, he kind of wishes that Harry would just be evil like he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he knows that Harry is one of the most powerful wizards that there is or ever, you know, or has been for a long time, at least within me- recent memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think about that. I mean, I haven't, again, haven't read any of the books, but I've seen all the movies. And even from the movies, I get, like, this is a big deal. Like, you know, everything that Harry Potter stands for and everything that Voldemort that he stands for like I I understand the significance behind that rivalry and um even the fact that only one may live like isn't that one of the key things of like um from that from you know the storyline between those two of them like knowing that at one point it's only it, one it's, thing yeah it, it's gonna come down to one or the other yeah and, and they're kind of both enter this ring. Yeah. Know, and and one of them's not going to emerge. Yeah. And that's, so that just kind of puts a very heavy, like, like serious tone to it. You, and again, it was a start off as a kid's, you know, book. But I feel like it developed. <laughs> yeah. And grew as, as you as, get further and yeah. further. Both within the books. Like, first book's kind of, it's kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, Harry's like learning about magic, and mm-hmm. and up until the end of it, it's not really dark. It's silly, but it's it's, it's almost yeah. yeah. So, but then you get to then you get to you know moments where like Sirius Black falls mm-hmm. through this veil. Who you know to this day we don't know what happened to him. We don't know. We don't like how many references can we make to top five dads? That's all I'm trying to do. You think, do you think your friends are learning? Right now, where they're at? I don't know. They might be. I'll have to <laughs> He's message all sad. them. I'll I don't have to know. Them. Right, where am be. I doing here? I shouldn't be recording with you guys. Um, but, <laughs> but no, yeah. So you see, so many times, you know, in that there, Voldemort's strictly about power. You yeah. Know, and he just wants to be the most powerful. And Harry's kind of, you know, born into this. You know, mm-hmm. he, and you know, very much, you know, kind of a typical hero's journey where he he doesn't really want, you know, want this necessarily. I think he wants to be a wizard because you know he, who would want to live with the Dursleys <laughs> or any more you know that they then they have to. Yes. But he he doesn't necessarily want to have to you know fight this fight. 
Yeah. And it gets to the point where in the end, you know, or towards the end where he just wants it to be over. So he just starts doing whatever he can, you know, whether it's finding the Horcruxes, you know, and all that to to just get to that point where he no longer has to deal with Voldemort and his identity is no longer found as the boy who lived, you know, and mm-hmm. and as this this Horcrux of Voldemort's. Yeah. Uh, Tim, anything on that rivalry, man? Uh, whenever I did watch them all, because my wife did all read all the books, mm-hmm. and then I watched. So she's them the smart all. one. She is the smart one. Yes, yes. Uh, Doctor O'Donnell <laughs> is the smart one. I I get to have fun. <laughs> yes. I do podcasts. She and saves lives. <laughs> I create board games in my free time. I play through email with my close friends and family. She's working. <laughs> no, but I'm good too. Yeah, I'm good too. yeah. But, I watch but, it yeah. through. Mm-hmm. The first one I thought was, you know, it's, it's silly. This is cool. And then it did get darker. You got the Dementors, which I actually think was a really sweet bad guy. Yeah, like mm-hmm. honestly, like Harry Potter was is not really my thing, but those Dementors were they were pretty legit. Yeah. I like that. Voldemort, they suck out your happiness. <laughs> yeah, that's your you're happening. You, it's, it's, you're done. It's tough. Yeah, and Voldemort's a good bad guy. I like yeah. that. Uh, that's a good one for your first one. So once again, man, it's your first rivalry is my first rivalry is Harry Potter and Lord Voldemort. Uh, I think I'm up now. I'm gonna. I've talked about this rivalry a little bit in our, our villains episode, um, but I, I think about rivalries in general, and the one that comes to mind first is Spider Man and the Green Goblin. Um, there's there's such a rich history behind these two characters and what they bring out of each other i was just primarily my actually my first thought was just from the comic books you know uh uh, this last you know run that uh dan slot had with spider-man and how this epic story kind of unfolded between spider-man and dr ock and so if you read that you know exactly what i mean and what what comes of that event but actually i was thinking about like no but this is also the same bad guy who you know, kill Gwen Stacy. Like this is like took mm-hmm. the love of you know Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Is that like, another top five death? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And so I'm just like I'm I like I'm think so. I, my first thought again was of that comic book run that you know recently just happened a couple years ago, and but then I'm like, no wait, there's even more history be, you know between those two characters, and you know even when the Green Goblin wasn't necessarily you know Norman Osborn, it became when it became Harry like. Even then, like that took it to a whole nother level too, that it was now Peter Parker's friend and so it made it more personal to some degree. And so again, this rivalry we've seen we've seen it play out in movies and the video games and the comics. And I think why it, it has so much attention on it and it brings so much attention to it is because um it's it's the depth that, that that's there and you know what we see um coming out of our hero Peter Parker and Spider Man and what ultimately how you know evilness and how evil um and just corrupt green, green goblin can be and so mm-hmm. i that's that, that's a special rivalry for sure to, i think that is worth noting just definitely you want to see like even this first spider-man mm-hmm. like that first spider-man movie that came out it was great in early, in, yeah in the early 2000s was great toby Maguire. yeah like yeah i think that was the best spider-man movie that's yeah been made honestly yeah so even Shots then fire. <laughs> no, so even then like <laughs> that movie came out like more than 10 years ago and yeah. it's still really good i think it's really good day, and there's a good story there and again you have a great villain in the green goblin so uh, that's my first one. My first rivalry is Spider-Man 
and the Green Goblin. Teal, you're up, man. What's your second one? All right. So for the second one I'd like to talk about, we're going to go to different genre. Okay. We're going to do a little Liu Kang okay. Shere Khan. <laughs> Is that the official pronunciation? No, no. Uh, plenty of people got their own pronunciation, but Shere Khan is how I like to do it. Okay. I don't know what kind of accents you had going on in there. Bro. I'm pretty just, sure there were at least when, four. Whenever he's announced in the original uh, Sega Genesis Mortal Kombat 2 on hard. You had the one with blood. You had the one with blood. Yeah, with the blood comes over it. Mortal Kombat. That's the sound of blood oh my God. going over your TV screen. Oh it gets you mentally prepared for what you're about to do. You have to fight all of the other heroes. Then you're going to fight that crazy guy. What's his name with the forearms? I can't Gore, even remember. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I'll look it up. I should I should have looked that up before I even... Somebody you it, ought not to mess with, apparently. Yeah. I mean, he, he was difficult. But I mean, since I'm Liu Kang, I got that fireball, so get off my yawns. But then you got... Then you got Shere Khan, and he just was—he's impossible. I mean, he. Goro. I beat him up. I beat yeah, Goro. Oh, yeah. Goro. <laughs> continue, continue. Big old giant monster. <laughs> I had to put it down to medium just to beat Shere Khan. I couldn't do it on hard. And I could be, not. And there's still people talking. Yeah, about. I, I'm over here looking up right now. <laughs> right now. Okay, I'm screen. I'm I'm scrolling through all these different conversations on these different uh, blogs and threads. <laughs> yeah, all these forums. They got people just like, so they're so angry. They cannot beat him. Why can't I beat your car? And they're just they're just on there just raging out. There's no responses because no one has one. You cannot defeat him. He is he is unbeatable. Did you finally beat him? You said I had to bump it down to medium. I remember I beat him on Easter Sunday. The Lord has risen. It took the Lord raising from the dead for me to beat him on medium. What's it gonna take? For me to beat him on hard, I don't even have a Genesis anymore. I just threw it in the garbage because I could not defeat Ultimate him. Ultimate rage quit. Forget this. I'll never win. I'll the never the rapture is going to have to happen. Jesus is going to have to come back for me to beat Sher Khan on hard. That rival. It's not even It's not even uh, Liu Kang in, in Sher Khan. It's me in Sher Khan. That's, that's, that's the greatest the real, rivalry. That's the real rivalry. <laughs> no, this, is oh a, this is a fight. I, like, I just imagine you running upstairs and punching meat in a rickety shack to the Mortal Kombat team preparing for this fight. This is ridiculous. Was that your go-to guy when you played? Was yes, it, it had to be. He's okay. the only one I could get. To uh, like that up up yeah, there yeah, with yeah. Okay. yeah I just I mean I was good don't get me wrong I yeah. was good at this game yeah <laughs> I was poor I had not many games I had Super Tech Mobile shout out TSBC and I had I had Mortal Kombat two I didn't get the first one I never got the third one okay. I only got the second one because that's what someone gave me for free because I couldn't buy it so you played it so this is, I always went with Sub Zero. For those games. It was good. He I was always good. With those. I felt like I had an advantage once I was able to I freeze think, my opponent. You know what? You couldn't <laughs> I think that you couldn't freeze Shere Khan and when you did the freeze on the floor, he wouldn't slip. Oh, and those perfect. are the two <laughs> yeah. you what are you gonna do then? What are you gonna do then? <laughs> There's someone listening that's like you should have just used Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. You guys got it all wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's all about Katana. <laughs> so that was your second rivalry? That was my second rivalry. It was Liu Kang versus Shere Khan. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. That was great. I don't think we need to say anything else besides that. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm next. Uh, for my second rivalry, uh, I'm going to go also to video games, uh, the video game genre. And I'm going to say Ryu 
versus Akuma. Mm. Um, I, you were a Mortal Kombat guy. I was to some degree, uh, but I like the cartoon look of street fighter more when i when like when i was playing on the super nintendo mm-hmm. and so i ventured more towards that you know uh, street fighter and so the rivalry between ryu and akuma i enjoyed that a lot it was that game is just still one of my favorite games of all time street fighter 2 like i can easily like if it's if you go to like a retro um like video game store I always check out if they have a Super Nintendo yep. and if they have Street Fighter 2 for sale. Cause like, if they had, I, I can never go to the store and there's, they have both of them. But like, if, it, if the stars align if and they have both of them, I may really buy one. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know why, like, I don't need one. I don't need to buy it, but that's how special that game was to me. And, um, so yeah, Akuma, I like Ryu, um, a lot. My, even though my favorite character was Ken, um, I still like, Ryu a lot, and so his his rival was Akuma. So I definitely like that's that rivalry is super cool and super important to me. I feel like such a chump for never getting in on the fighting games thing. Mm. Were you a? Uh, I well, Sonic? you know, you know how I don't like comedies. Yes, that's its own thing. <laughs> Come on. Yes, but yes. Uh, I don't like the laugh clearly. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I I don't really like fighting games because it's so much of the same for me. Okay, you know, it's so like I. I prefer an, a building story, which I've right. I've come to accept. And you know, hate me if you don't like that. I don't like uh, fighting games and yes. comedy shows, but uh, you know, this is who I am. So yes. just deal with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I never really played like Mortal Kombat. I played it. I think I had one for PS2. Okay. I don't remember which one it was. I just remember that there was a lot of blood, and <laughs> as a twelve-year-old, yep. I was in for that fatality. <laughs> okay, nice man. So yeah, so for me, it's that Street Fighter. Even though the early, this like particularly Street Fighter Two, the main rivalry is really Guile versus Bison. Like that's essentially that's the big boss, not is the bison. animal Bison. Correct. No, no okay. No, the character. I'm just making sure the boss. Yeah, well, you don't, you weren't fighting an animal. At the end of the- <laughs> But but the yeah the uh, so that you know that was kind of technically the main rivalry of that game. But for me, since I like Ryu, later on with future games they introduced Akuma, and so that became a big rivalry as well. So um, so for me, that's my number two rivalry: Ryu and Akuma. Next up, I have, and I know I've talked about it before, but the Flash and the Reverse Flash, most specifically from the show. Now, granted, I and I know not all of you are probably watching the Flash show, uh, but just you guys recently, really you really the Flash. first it's off, really good. stop what you're doing. I'm okay with you stopping the podcast that <laughs> I'm on, and then I <laughs> I work every week to post, pausing it and going and watching and starting the Flash right now. Uh, but so the, you see the Reverse Flash as as a villain throughout uh, all of season one of the Flash, and just recently, in you know we're now in season two on the this last episode. He showed up again, and it was awesome, and I just wanted to see more, and so I think that kind of, you know, renewed my my excitement about about this dynamic because there's there's so many moments, like it, particularly in this most recent episode, where you see the the relationship that they have, and the the reverse flash is saying that he, you know, at first he just wants to be like Barry, yeah, you know, he just wants to be the Flash, he wants like, to be the hero, he wants to be a hero yeah. like the Flash. And then, you know, as he, he learns about the experiment, you know, and, and he researches how the Flash became the Flash, and he replicates that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he realizes, but then he realizes that he can never be, he can never be the Flash. Mm-hmm. So he decides that he's going to be the complete opposite of the Flash. He's going to be the reverse 
mm. of the Flash. Yeah. And and much and there's there's times in the comics where you know much like the relationship that uh, Sinestro as he turns you know to yeah. the it turns evil. Yeah, but with uh, Green Lantern. Uh, with, you know, the big villain in Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of times in the comics where the reverse Flash is only being evil, you know, is, is only doing these things to make so that the Flash can become a better hero. Yeah. And, and it's almost, it's weird, like, in those dynamic, like, particularly what you're talking about, Cody, is that the reverse Flash is, it's almost like, yeah, he's doing these things so that way very you know the flash is faster and stronger and can rise to these challenges and that way can be this you know this this epic big hero and so it's kind of weird like the like if you're watching and you're reading the comics or watching the tv show and you're thinking wait why is the reverse flash doing all this bad stuff oh it's so that way the hero can then rise to the occasion like you can't think of another way of, of like training. Like, yeah, you have yeah, to, like, you have let's, to let's, get a bad like guy. flash. Let's just get get a treadmill. You yeah, know, like, like a nice one. You yeah, just run, yeah, there's you know? not like this is the only like you have to put people's lives in danger. In order so what we're saying, if Reverse fa- Flash faced Thor, <laughs> he would lose regardless. No, he's he would still win. <laughs> oh my god! So never mind. Oh my, Tim, don't get me started. Tim, go ahead. Let's just get to your next top okay. five. Yeah. What's your number three? Okay, man? going back to to something that I love, which are movies. Yes. Specifically, yes. Andy Funes, five star movies. Which I don't know if you know this. One, two, three, four, five stars means greatest movies of all time. Yes. Not arguably <laughs> the greatest. No contest. I'm not saying number one. Just saying of the greatest. We have the Dark Knight, specifically, specifically Dark Knight. I'm talking. Here. I'm not talking about Batman. I'm not talking about. It is Batman. <laughs> Batman is the dark. I don't know. If no, like, I get that. I, I get what you're that. saying. Jim. What I'm saying is Cody, that just let him do his this thing. rivalry. This rivalry is the Dark Knight versus the Joker of Heath Ledger. Okay. 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 <laughs> not, not Jack Nicholson. Nicholson. Well, Nichols, the other Joker, <laughs> or any other Heath Ledger, the greatest Joker of all time, versus the greatest Batman of all time, which was the Dark. No, 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 night. <laughs> that rivalry was legit. <laughs> are, you, are you listening? <laughs> I am listening. Um, Tony and I are laughing way too much. If you guys were watching so, us, uh, this let is me explain why. Yes, because, Tim. okay, you have you have the Batman and Joker. They have the rivalry. Yes. In this in this specific <laughs> movie, in this specific five star greatest movie possibly <laughs> of one all time. In the list, five stars, only like 12 exist. Can you give us just two of those other five two star Two other ones? Yes, of five star movies. That way the, that way the listeners That's a good know, idea. That's a good idea. Know, like, oh, what? I have, kind, I have kind of specifics. I'm kind of a, a war epic. Is... So, <laughs> yes. so I can give you number one. Easy. Easy. And let me explain. There's no 100% perfect movie. This is a 99.999. Braveheart. You knew what I was going to say before I said it, so I don't know why you guys are even expecting any more anticipation than you got. <laughs> Braveheart okay. is number one. I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't need to say another one. Okay. That's all you gotta hear. Oh my gosh! If Dark you're interested Knight. in some of the other ones, I know them as well. <laughs> he has told me all of these movies, but continue. many of them, many continue. of them. Okay, so so the Dark Knight versus Heath Ledger's Joker, and the reason why it's got to be Heath Ledger's Joker is because he brings out he brings out in Batman that Dark Knight, which is kind of the point. And I get there's the whole I gotta be the Dark Knight, you know, follow my sword. That's part of the Dark Knight uh, stigma. Yes, but 
He's also a little bit darker. I don't know if you remember the specific episode I love. Excuse me. The specific scene I love. I'm watching a lot of TV lately. Uh Is whenever he is on his motorcycle, he could kill the Joker. The Joker is asking for it. Gosh, yeah. He's got his his machine gun. (laughs) He just he just got flung over in his eighteen wheeler. I want you to do it. Yeah, I want you to. Come on, come on. He's all come on. Just doing his Heath Leather awesome Joker voice, which is why he's amazing. Best Joker. I don't even need to. Do I need to argue that? I mean, I feel like everyone listening knows. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this new Joker has a chance? Jared Leto? With, Jared Leto. with the okay. with the grill and whatnot? Son, please. Okay, continue. So you got <laughs> he's going towards him on the bike. So you got Batman going towards him. He's just getting sprayed up with machine gun fire. It's almost like Joker could kill could could hit him. Yeah. But he's almost not. Yeah. And then he just, you could just see his anger just build up and he just wants to <laughs> yeah. so bad. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, I could make it argue, hey, you're saving lives by killing this yeah, guy. Yeah, what yeah. what is war? Come on. Yes. This is America. So, <laughs> that's a different political so that, story. That's a different podcast. You're not listening to the right podcast if that's what you're into right now. Uh, so that is a big scene. That that's a big scene, yeah. and the point is, it, it's making Joker is making Batman really, really stick to his guns or not. Mm-hmm. Really stick to his guns or not. So yes. that's why I think that that specific scene in movie and rivalry yeah. is one of the top five. It, it's funny with that movie. It's almost anyone can watch that movie, whether you're a superhero comic book nerd or not. Mm-hmm. It's almost just like uh, it has a very much of a like detective cop movie, right? Like, and you're just trying to stop a madman. Yeah, like that's it. Like it's just the good guys, the, the law enforcement is just trying to stop a madman. Yeah, you know, you don't need to be a fan of Batman. Or- and I think that's the success of you know of the Dark Knight franchise. Uh, and you know specifically the Dark Knight, but you know all the of trilogy. those yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. trilogy, they they really more so than maybe Iron Man, you know, or yeah. you know any of the first you know the first round first phase of the MCU, they really brought these these superhero movies you know to the forefront and you know into the to the you know to where general audiences cared and general audiences appreciated the the storytelling and you mm-hmm. know it wasn't like the, they weren't just superhero movies anymore you know yeah, at right. least with that one uh, they weren't so i i'm not going to argue with you because one i don't even want to get embarrassed on my own show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so i agree with you tim dark knight and the joker and the joker <laughs> i want to know how he got those scars so uh, <laughs> the real reason uh i'm going to go next uh, i'm actually going to s- stay in the same genre as my last one which was video games and i'm going to say uh, for my top three, now this is my third one. Um, I'm gonna say Mario and Bowser, mm. uh, good old Super Mario and Bowser. I this was honestly, if I well, Andy, before you keep going, I just want to ask you know Mario related question. Yes, favorite power up for Ooh. Mario. The gosh, I'm gonna have to say the yellow cape. From Super Mario yeah, World, yeah, that's a good the one. Flying one, yeah, that one's pretty sick. That's you see, pretty and good. that's and that's why, like, that, I think if I and why maybe that's my favorite favorite power up is because when I think about really my the intro, like my introduction to video games, it was Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Like yeah. that was it. Like that's what that's that, a pretty good intro. That's probably yeah. Like I, if I was gonna give ratings on games to be five star game, <laughs> I haven't thought about it that much. I my my older sister uh, got it. My parents got it for my older sister, and you know, like it came with that game. The console came with that game, and um, I remember watching her 
play it and then me being mes- like mesmerized by this what's happening on the tv right now mm-hmm. and then when her turn was done and she wanted to share um she let me play a level or, or two but it was so funny like i still remember to this day like picking up the controller and then starting a level and seeing a turtle walking towards me and not knowing that i had to jump over it so i would just kind of like walk into it and so i would just die <laughs> like wait a minute why am i dying and so then i realized like oh i i, I can jump with this button so then yeah. i realized Maybe I should not touch the turtle. <laughs> so that, but really, like, so that was really, I think, if I think hard uh, and long enough, that was probably the first video game I've ever played was Super Mario World. And I I love it. That's another one. If I ever found a Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. Super Mario World together, Bro, I would probably buy it. You got a list going. Let me tell yeah. you, let me tell you something. They got these new boxes. Yes. You can buy them for like $40. <laughs> yes. They look like the older ones. They have wireless remotes (laughs) which is just like the next evolution of video games they have all the games within the box so there's no cartridge so so the nostalgia is not all there but you have the working the the point is they work you don't have to blow on it right i mean i still rock my regular nintendo again tecmo super bowl for days yeah but i know so like it's it's incredible and then like so playing through super mario world and then you know continuing to learn how to play this video game and learning oh i gotta save the princess right which is awesome like who doesn't want to save the girl who doesn't want to save the princess jj abrams does. exactly and then <laughs> you get you, you you get to the final castle and you have to fight this like huge dinosaur type looking monster bowser yeah and it was like oh wow and so and and still to that day to this day that's still the very basic component of that those mario games is mario versus bowser or his extended family now mm-hmm. but it's still the, you know that that rivalry is still there so i love it i absolutely so again uh, that's my you know number three top five rivalries mario versus bowser like cp it. how about you man what's your uh, what's your number three my number three is going to something i've talked about a lot and i bring up a lot uh on the podcast uh but that is between marty mcfly yeah <laughs> and Biff Hannon. Yeah. Your intros are incredible. Or, or really any of the McFlies uh-huh. and any, any of the, whether it's Mad Dog Tannen, you know, Buford Mad Dog Tannen. Nobody calls me Mad Dog. <laughs> or, or if it's, if it's Marty Jr. Yes. in the future, yes. you know, and, yes. uh, all of them, great. They, they really are. They really, yeah. I don't really know. I mean, they, I, they're perfect, I, Cody. They, just say they're perfect. They're perfect. <laughs> they're perfect. Well, one could say that they are perfect. So uh, one, no. one did say, <laughs> but so, one did say actually. Uh, but yeah, so I think that I think that though that relationship, you know, you see, you see, like I, like I said, you you know, throughout the Back to the Future movies, you see Marty interacting both with Biff, you know, yeah. multiple times. You know, mm-hmm. you have young Biff in the fifties. You have present day Biff. You know, yeah. who's who's kind of got his act together, you yeah. know, a little bit. And then you see, you know, Biff and, you know, Biff's grandson, mm-hmm. you know, Biff, old Biff in the future, you know, stealing, stealing the DeLorean and stuff. Sorry, yeah. spoiler alert for Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> but I mean, it's only been out since, you know, like, <laughs> it's only like 30 years old. No, no big, big deal. deal. Uh, but yeah, so I love, I love that relationship that they have and, and seeing that, you know, seeing Marty interact with all these variations, you know, of Biff, Biff throughout his life and. And all of the, you know, his ancestors and whatnot. I think it's so cool. They're great, man. They really are. It's a lot of fun. And with that whole series, it's cool to just see 
Yes. Them see, uh, excuse me, see them do some of the same different like gags and do the same scene. And it didn't get old. And it didn't get old, but there were still things about each of them that made them different. So right, it was new and fresh. It kept the rivalry going. (laughs) Exactly, it was so good and so uh, so fun. So even though things looked familiar, kind of like what you know Biff says in the second one, you know Back to Future Two, when he sees. Biff Jr. or Marty Jr. like running around. Well, it's not Marty Jr. It's, it's, it's Marty. Marty. Yeah, but, yeah. But you know, as, he thinks it's Marty yes, Jr. exactly. But he says like, hey, this this looks familiar. <laughs> like, something very familiar yeah, about all like, it just, I love that. Like there's history and uh, it's just good. Like I, I enjoy all those, all the stuff, man. So that's a good uh, one. Uh, so uh, like your that. number three was? Was Biff Tannen and Marty McFly. All right. Tim, uh, start us off with your number four. All right, number four, back to video games. Okay. You got the UNSC. Yes. Now, Tim, I I don't know what the UNSC was that his college? Versus Duke. Versus Notre Dame. <laughs> I told you, Tim, we told you. got you, UNSC specifically is no. the United <laughs> Nations Space Command. Versus the Covenant. This is Halo, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't caught up. Uh, this is Cody's favorite video game. <laughs> there ought to be a least in there somewhere. Again, if there was, if I did ratings, five-star video games, Halo is on there. Are it's all a- of them five stars? No. <laughs> no. Halo Reach. I'm glad you're not one of the numbers, because I don't count you in my list. One, two, three, four, five. That's what I know exists. Halo Reach... You you cannot reach the other five. Did you ever did you ever play O O D S T? Yeah, O D S T, and that was kind of like an extension of three. Yeah. So I kind of molded that in. That was kind of fun. Okay, I different never got aspect. Into it. I never got into. If any... it was its own game, then no. I didn't play no. that or Reach. I stick to the numbers. Okay, I'm with good, you. Yeah. good. You did you did well, Padawan. Stick to the numbers. Stick to the numbers for sure. <laughs> only the ones I can count. That's United Nations Space Command versus the Covenant. Here's my thing. I play video games with the multiplayer aspect. Okay. Being poor growing up, never had it. Married to a doctor, I have I have the ability to pay for Xbox Live. Not that I have time anymore. Shout out Titus. When I did have time in college, um, I I work I did work on Halo two and three online. What's I played. Your, what's your game tag on? <laughs> I had so many people can challenge. I had you. so many. When what's I was poor, current? it was whatever the, my friend gave me. So I was like, I'm Jay Who. Something random. Yes, or number but one. There was one. It was a family name. Rio the O'Donnells. One was Celtic Beasts. It was our family tag. Again, poor, so we got to pool our money together to afford one Xbox Live. You stole so much money from my family over the years. You owe me. I played that game so many hours. I was so ridiculously good. If you ever played I'm Jay Who, I'm sorry. You got mollywhopped because I was dirty. I listen. There was a time where I sold my Xbox 360 and I did not have an Xbox. Mm. And so I would go over to your house, Tim, yes. and we would play. We didn't have We'd an Xbox One and we didn't have any of the new Halo. The old version. So we played Halo 3. Still on multiplayer. Still online. Only a couple of, of Slayer t- big team was uh, that was it or something yeah. like that. So it was very limited what we were able to play online. But yes. what we did play online was great because Tim is really good. I am not good at all you're all right you're all right i'm okay i'm I'm good enough to know when i see an all right player you're you're pretty good but tim it was great like 
Tim would just go right back into that mode back when like his college self because he would like <laughs> there'll be little snippets like you gotta know the map you gotta go get the sniper you gotta get the rocket I'm like I it's don't about know, but- the weapons people you gotta know when and where see in Halo Five it like tells you yeah 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 it takes it takes my biggest advantage I feel away because I studied the map I did not so I knew when you- and where and how. I was gonna kill you before so you I, even knew. Before you even respawned, <laughs> I was already on my way to go kill you. I'm not a spawn just, killer. Don't get me wrong. Them for sport. I, yes, yes. It was oh fun. My gosh. It was fun. That's a great rivalry. And the uh, all dragons had the storyline and all those. But my point was the storyline. Yeah. I normally I always played multiplayer. I never did the storyline. But that, those games were so amazing. I played those storylines. They were so good. I've played other storylines. I've even done Final Fantasy, which is one of the biggest storyline type of games. Yeah, those were fun. I even played the original Final fantasy on nintendo yeah but these halo 2 and 3 like those storylines are just so amazing i was i was blown away the covenant is such an awesome bad guy the flood was all right brutes are good but the covenant was legit that was fun there's a high uh, sci-fi element to those those video games which is a lot of fun yeah i I enjoyed it if you enjoy sci-fi games recommend halo except if you're cody don't even get close to it don't get me started shots fired (laughs) andy what's your next one my uh my next one for uh top five rivalries um i'm gonna actually go away from uh go away from video games and i'm actually gonna dive into the wrestling world there we go cody your favorite as well we're back to back yes (laughs) we're first like halo i just want you to know <laughs> I don't. I, I don't. I. You know. I don't let you put wrestling on the podcast lightly. Okay? <laughs> I know. I thank you for this. So Cody. Uh, uh, Cody said I can talk about wrestling. So um, for my rivalry, I'm going to talk about The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. I. Uh, I grew up watching wrestling. You guys know I, I love watching wrestling. I was actually at the live Royal Rumble. Uh, I'll, I'm going to talk about wrestling a lot, Cody. I'm going to take advantage of the window you gave me. <laughs> I'll, just, uh, I'll just put my feet up. <laughs> no, I was at the Royal Rumble this, you know, a couple weeks ago here when it was here in Orlando. Had a great time. I, I love wrestling. I've been watching it for ever since I was a young, uh, ever, ever since I was young. Um, but growing up, I started having favorites, and mm-hmm. no doubt one of my favorites was The Rock. I think it's because he was funny. Like I think that was the main th- reason why I liked The Rock was oh my he was gosh. funny. Now, as as someone who only knows Dwayne The Rock Johnson, yes, you know, saver, a firefighter, and and Scorpion King. <laughs> Tim, I noticed when my I noticed, era, I was it. when The Rock was coming to popularity. Yes, keyword coming. Yes. He was not popular no. when I was watching Stone Cold. Was the man? Yes, no. he made the rock look like a fool on many occasions. It was seems great. like you guys have some bad blood here. Yes, but here's the deal: the rock like, is my least favorite character of all time. Oh my gosh, shots fired for real! No, but I love the rock. I I think uh, he was he was funny. He was like his jokes. Like no one would argue he's one of the top five best trash talkers in wrestling. And and so yeah, that, he had his words. He yeah, had his words that that brought a whole another element to it. And so um, to see him go up against this other, you know, wrestler like Stone Cold, uh, their personalities were very different. Their style of wrestling was very, were very different. Yes, and so very it different. brought up the best of both of them. And so, um, yeah, if you were watching wrestling during the 90s or early 2000s, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. The rivalry between The Rock and Stone Cold was It was incredible. a good rivalry. As much as I hate The Rock, it's because yes. I love Stone Cold and vice versa. Yeah. I mean, that was a great rivalry. Yeah. So that's my number four rivalry, The Rock versus Stone Cold. 
If you're not following The Rock on Instagram, I do support you following him on Instagram because that <laughs> dude's pictures and videos are funny yes. as junk. So, yes. uh, next up, I have from the movie Pacific Rim. Yeah. Uh, the Jaegers, just all of them. Okay. All and of the giant nah, robots. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, please explain what that is. Not everyone so, has seen So, if Pacific you've seen Rim. Pacific Rim, if you haven't seen Pacific Rim, again, stop the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I think you I don't think it's on I don't think you can stream it so no. you need to go buy it buy. at Best Buy <laughs> and it's worth mm-hmm. it it's worth it it's worth it uh just you know put your 12 year old helmet on and just love it yeah you gotta so, go back you gotta you gotta like it I'm not saying it's a great movie but it's not a five star movie there are <laughs> things that I love which are giant robots mm-hmm. and there are giant monsters and so <laughs> yes, you have it. the giant robots which are the Jaegers and they are fighting these giant monsters called kaiju that are coming out of this this hole with that's in the Pacific Rim of the mm-hmm. ocean. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, I just want to take a moment to appreciate the epic speech that Idris Elba has in that movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Today, we're facing the monsters that are at our door. <laughs> Today, we're canceling the apocalypse. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, back to well that. Done. Good accents, yeah. I like well so, done. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, but anyway, that like that just gives. I just want to go fight something now. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, like, I just really love the the like. There's moments in those where you have the Jaegers swinging boats at these, mm-hmm. at it, these it, kaiju. Yeah. Yes. Like it gets a little ridiculous sometimes. Yeah. It's uh, kind of cool. But you know, cool. it's the, like like I said. You just you, I just go back to twelve year old or ten year old yes. Cody. And I am in heaven seeing yeah. these monsters. I feel like if that came out with the same time as Transformers came out, I might have liked Pacific Rim better. But since I was a kid when Transformers came yeah. out, obviously I'm I'm mm-hmm. nostalgically picking that. But yeah. if I was twelve when Pacific Rim came out, I'd be all over that. Jam. Yeah, it was. Oh. I, that you have to go in it with that yes. in mind, though. You have to understand. Like, yeah. This so is... take you know, get it for your kid. Yeah. I don't think there's anything bad or it's just, it's just fighting. It's just, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just violence. Just it's just it's only fighting that kids are already doing with their action figures. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's what it versus is. Versus their dinosaurs. Exactly. That's actually that's a really good synopsis of the movie. Like you're imagine the director's a kid and he yeah. has two action figures and he's just fighting <laughs> and smashing. That's Let what Guillermo del Toro play. Yeah. Also, there's rumors that they're in, you know, in Pacific Rim Three. If if we make it that far, there may be Godzilla versus Stop. the Jaeger. Is there oh already a two? Uh, there's a two. In I the think works. they they are in the, the discussion. In the discussions, yes. and we know Godzilla Two is happening. That yeah. movie was a too, you know too big of a success. Yeah. Uh, but there is the potential. There has been talks. Guillermo del Toro wants to do it. I'm totally behind that because it's like <laughs> this is everything I want in life. You You're know, good. it's Godzilla versus robots. <laughs> Anyway, I'll just I'll just you know just stop what you're doing, go buy the movie. It's worth it. It's the one with the big robot on the front of it, and that dude <laughs> and it from says Pacific and, Rim. <laughs> and it's that dude from Sons of Anarchy is in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Cancel the apocalypse, <laughs> Tim. What's your last top five? All right, so the last one that I would like to talk about. We have the Rebel Alliance versus the Empire. Now we're not talking about the Republic versus Separatists. We're not talking about the new. Rebel Alliance versus First Order. Yes. You mean the Resistance. Yes, I'm that's right. The Resistance. resistance. Yeah. I am talking about the Rebel Alliance, original episode 456, yes. versus the Empire. That rivalry, I think, if I was going to do a, like a top five list, I haven't necessarily been going from least to favorite. Yeah. That would be my favorite. Yeah. Those movies, and as a whole, are their five star <laughs> yeah. as a whole collection. And so... And so that 
is is I mean, there's so many rivalries within those movies yeah. that are iconic. I mean, I think honestly, if most people from maybe my generation, if they were to pick the biggest, baddest bad guy of all time, or maybe even from most generations, it would be Darth Vader. Yeah. Making Luke Skywalker and Han Solo as well. Yeah. One of the greatest good guys of all time. Yeah. But Darth Vader. That he's still, even though like there's redemption at the end for him, right? He's still very he's much still like the biggest, baddest dude. Yeah. Like he, he's. I mean, he's, he's scary. Yeah, the dude. He is. I mean, he, he's just if if I was gonna have a list again, top yeah. five, he'd probably be my number one biggest, baddest bad guy, and a lot of people would have him up there. That that rivalry is nuts. I think. Yeah. I uh, there's and like you said, there's so many different components to it too that is really good. Um, yeah. But so you're for your last one one more time, Tio. It's gonna be the Rebel Alliance versus the Evil Empire. Uh, for me, I'm gonna go next. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put my Disney hat on. I, I took off my wrestling hat and I put my Disney hat on, uh, and I'm gonna go Aladdin versus. You Jafar. can do the Apple trick, right? I've been practicing since I first watched Aladdin. <laughs> I still can't get that thing right. I recently just tried in the office. It didn't work. Um, but uh, I love this movie. This movie is by far my hands down my favorite Disney movie of all time. Mine as well. Yeah, there's. I, I mean, I will. I can easily debate you on like this. That I'm so passionate about <laughs> about Aladdin. But uh, I just I love it. And then to see him go it has a very um, you know, the storyline is, you know, he's a street rat and he comes and he comes from the bottom and now, and now he's he here. He starts from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> now he's here. So, um, but he, you know, he gets the girl, but I feel like it, there's a epic showdown than most Disney movies, at least during that time. Like, I feel like maybe other Disney movies are more about the love story maybe, but with this one, it's like, a straight on fight and like between Aladdin, Aladdin and who? Cause I don't Jaf- know that you've said it yet. <laughs> Jafar. Jafar. I don't I know. I, I thought I said it. I don't, I think you just said Aladdin. No, no, no. Well, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I, I was listening. Well, Aladdin you know, and Jafar. Maybe I was listening. Pay attention, Cody. It, don't and tell so, me what to do. And so like, it's, it's like this epic showdown where you see him face Jafar. He becomes a snake, which is great yeah, at that point. Like, that was he's incredible. Pretty, he's pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then to go from that to a powerful genie, but then he gets outsmarted by Aladdin because Aladdin's awesome. And so it, it's just great. I, I love Aladdin grew up on the streets. <laughs> he gets right? it. He's got the tactics, streets man. of Aqaba. <laughs> he gets it. He doesn't have fleas. It's awesome. I just love that movie so <laughs> what? much. He doesn't uh, have fleas. Only your fleas will mourn you. <laughs> there you go. I love it. So for my last rivalry, uh, I have I had to include this. Is I, I don't know how you can't talk about it. It's Aladdin. You are a worthless street rat. <laughs> you were born a street rat. You will die a street rat. <laughs> <laughs> so good. CP and this top five. What's your last one, man? My last one is from this show that I sometimes love, and that is The Walking Dead. Yes. <laughs> and the the rivalry that I'm thinking of specifically is between Rick. You probably guessed that much, but it was between. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's kind of the big deal in the show. Yeah. I don't know if you know that he's about a big it, deal. <laughs> uh, but that is between Rick and Shane. They they start as friends, you know, in in the best very friends, brotherhood, best friends. basically cops together for years. Right. 
Tim, is this your top five? <laughs> hey, he I'm sorry, bro. I, I love it. This is my, of yours, this is my favorite. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. But yes. yeah, so, you know, they, like Tim said, they're brothers in arms. You know, there's moments where, where Rick gets shot. Spoiler. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Shane is mourning, you know, mourning his, this this moment where his friend is put into a coma. Yep. And then as the, you know, as it progresses and, you know, spoiler for walking dead, this is like seven years old now. So I don't know how you don't know this. And right. if you're, if yeah. you're going to get upset with it, you probably should have cared a long time ago. <laughs> uh, but so you, you then have, you know, where Shane, Shane, you know, he, he cheats or rather Rick's wife cheats on Rick with Shane, you know, with, mm-hmm. with Rick's best friend, and then Shane comes to believe that he is the one who can protect R- Rick's family, who can is the and only the survivors one, mm-hmm. and the rest of their survivors. Yeah. But you know, mainly, mainly Lori, you know, Rick's wife, and and Carl, Rick's son. So seeing that played out, and just, just the way that Shane slowly but surely loses his mind, and you know, in a lot of ways, now the the Rick that we see in the show now is is very much or very much. <clears throat> The Rick that we see in the show now uh, has a lot of parallels to the the Rick or the Shane that we see, you know, back in season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, just is because Rick has now kind of moved to the place where Shane is at, where he's willing to do whatever it takes to protect his family and his own. Uh, and Shane got there, I think, a lot faster than anyone else. Uh, I think, and I think that was mostly fueled by the jealousy and the and the rage that he felt towards Rick. And it was strong. I feel like. When you said he cheated on or his wife cheated on him because they thought he was dead. Yeah. They thought he was dead. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, they're not married. There's something to that. And they're over there. And Shane's, quote unquote, watching out yeah. for, for Rick's wife, yeah. you know, to some capacity. But, Andy, what are you doing over there? But there was no, there was no, I feel, cheating necessarily on Rick. But then the problem really came yeah. when Rick was a lot when Rick back. comes back and yeah. Shane wasn't ready to <laughs> just set his side dish to the side yeah. you know and, what I'm and saying and was like like Shane expected Lori <laughs> to just be to, with yeah, him yeah to just like, continue you, she's like, got a ring on her finger from yeah. this other dude man my sorry man's, my man's back sorry, you that's know? my baby daddy girl. oh my but, gosh alright so those are our t- <laughs> he's my he's my main me you my side Andy doesn't watch Rocking Dead I I only I only half watch Rocking Dead now you saw the first season yeah and you did not continue your efforts I watched I watched a few of the first episodes of season two. It's the darkness. And then I just realized there's, I realized to quote E. Deckers, shout out to E. Deckers, that in most stories, uh, good always wins. But with The Walking Dead, Mm -hmm. good survives just one more day. And that to me is very depressing. It's a good quote. So I don't want to. It is a good quote. I don't want to. I don't want to watch that. So that's why I don't watch it. But rounding out my top five is the dynamic between rick grimes and shane from the walking dead so that is our episode on heroes and top five rivalries we would love to hear your top five rivalries and if you could let us know those on social media we would appreciate that there's a couple ways you can do that you can uh, tweet at us uh, at heroes underscore and or tell us on instagram at heroes underscore and as well you can like us on facebook and write on our facebook wall at facebook.com slash heroes and or email us your top five with lengthy defenses for why they are in your top five <laughs> to heroes and podcast at gmail.com be prepared for rebuttal <laughs> i just want to give you guys a list a very short list of new comics coming out for february a, a very 3rd. short list it's a very it's a list of one because this is the only one you should buy 
I'm, you're hearing it from here, Heroes and Spider-Man number one comes out. Now, who is Spider-Man in Spider-Man number one? man, Miles Morales. <laughs> I am so happy. This is, it's fine. It's finally here. It Where is, is he finally, from, Andy? He's from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. I love this guy. You guys know this. This is a great jumping point for you if you've been wanting to read a Spider-Man comic. I highly recommend it. So again, there are other comics. There are other comics coming out for February. It's 3rd, not just this one, but this is the one you should definitely buy. So that's the only one I'm recommending. All right, that is all we have for you today. If you could take a moment to subscribe, rate, review our episodes, as well as share them on your social media, we would appreciate that. Any support that you can do, and any any word spreading that you can do, we would appreciate. Just want to say thanks for our our uh, guest on the podcast today, Tim. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it, man. That was fun. Did Absolutely. you enjoy yourself? I had a good time. <laughs> I hope I hope that I, I didn't uh, take away from what you guys wanted to say. I was very passionate about some of the things I had to talk about. We know about. that. We, Tim. Understood <laughs> we know that. <laughs> they know that. Everybody knows. Everyone that. knows your passion. Got to make sure they know. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening. I'm Andy. I'm Tim. I'm Cody, and we're out. All right, bro. All right. We this are. This is gonna be a tough episode. I already know it. <laughs> you guys are. are feeling extra weird. Yes. <laughs> be You're good, extra bro. weird. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just being right. me. I'm gonna do me. I'm gonna do me. You do yeah, you, you, bro. You gonna do him? I'm gonna do me. You about to get stunner? Are you ready to get Stone Cold Stunner in this episode? Right. Are you ready for that? Come here. All right. I'm too far away from you. Can I sit closer? No. <laughs> you guys, stop holding in. All right. Here we go. All right. We are recording. Going live in five, four, three, two.